I wonder, wonder who, 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 who wrote the book of life. Tell me, tell me, tell me, who wrote the book of life. So today on Bible Wonders, you might guess we're going to answer that age-old question <laughs> as we continue to wonder about the names of God. And today we get to the fourth name. We've done the Yahweh and the Adonai, and we did the El. Of course, yesterday we skipped forward to number six, which should I, but today we're going to take on the one that I really find interesting. I, you don't hear a lot of studies on it, but if it were up to my friend Matthew Henry, <laughs> who said this about the Song of Solomon, this particular name is so deep that clearly an elephant can swim around in it. Of course, I think all the names are, are deep enough for that, but this one you can really just start to swim and swim and swim and wonder and wonder about as it isn't one of those that's used all that much except in the book of Job. It's pronounced Eloah, which is essentially very similar to the L name we talked about, which is an Aleph and a Lamed. But now we're going to add two new letters, and these two letters uh, are enough to wonder about for eternity for sure. <laughs> They're a Vav, which is a vertical line, which you've heard we've talked about many times, is a connecting um, letter that connects heaven to earth. And so that's a really important thing when it comes to God's name. And so this one's gonna be a connector. And then the next letter is the letter that I think clearly I can wonder about for eternity, and it is a hey. And this letter as being the end of this particular name of God is absolutely spectacular in that it means so many different things. It is usually would be considered a hey is what it's called, but the letter would be very similar to saying hey or behold or some type of an expression. But it also is the beginning letter of all the, the time references like past, present, future all begin in Hebrew with this hey because this letter is kind of expression beyond time. So when you think of the whole concept of to be or I am, well, this is that letter. So when we're looking at this particular letter, we're seeing all these aspects of God that are essentially saying that this particular name of God is the God of I am. It's used about 56 times in the Bible, and over 40 of those are all in the book of Job. So when you see the word God in the book of Job, it's almost always this Eloah word for God, the, again, the fourth name that we're going to talk about. But one of the beautiful things about this name is it is the one that Moses chose when he is singing his song in Deuteronomy 32, and very specifically in the 15th verse, is the first place that we see this in the Bible. And so I want to read that verse for you because I think it just really speaks to who this particular God is. And when we think about this God, um, Moses gives this picture in the song that he sang in Deuteronomy 32. So it's verse 15. But Jezrin waxed fat and kicked. Thou art waxed fat, thou art grown thick, thou art covered with fatness. Then he forsook God which made him and lightly esteemed the rock of his salvation. So this particular God, Moses is telling us, and Moses unfortunately has too much experience of this particular verse, that this is the God that made him. And it is also the God that is the rock of his salvation. 
And so you can't help but think, well, who's that? I mean, nothing was made without Jesus, right? So Jesus is the one that made him. And so just wonder about that for a minute, because this is the Jesus that made Adam. And when he made Adam, inside of Adam, as I begin to wonder about that, was the seed for you, was the seed for me. It was actually the seed for Adolf Hitler, and it was the seed for Joseph Stalin. It was the seed for Judas and Ahab and Jezebel, but also David and all these different heroes of the Bible, my grandparents and all these different things, that when Jesus made Adam somehow or another in his seed would be all these different people that included me. Something to just itself lead me to wonder. And then when he says the rock of his salvation, you know, that's a beautiful thing that Jesus is clearly the rock of our salvation. And that word salvation itself is Yeshua. So this is the rock of Yeshua. Well, it, it pretty much is speaking to Moses is talking about Jesus. And, and the sad part about the verse, but in its own way, it surely speaks so much to Israel, is when you think of the rock that Moses struck is when he lightly esteemed the rock of his salvation. And it caused him not to go into the promised land at that point that, you know, in his physical body. Well, when you think about the whole history of Israel, the rock that they have lightly esteemed clear to this day is the thing that's keeping them from the promised land, right? And this particular God is this Eloach, right? The, the El sound and then a Vav and then this hey. And when you think about Jesus, it's such a beautiful thing to think that he is there, as we know from his explanation of I'm the Alpha and the Omega, from the Aleph, you know, that is there at the beginning of Eloah. But also, when you think about it, he's, since this hey is at the end of this expression of God, <laughs> so he is the Aleph and the Mem and the Tav before time, in time, and at the end of time. He is, he is the rock of our salvation. He's all these things. And it's all in this place here in Deuteronomy 32, 15, as we can clearly see, he is the one <laughs> that they were singing about in the 50s who wrote the book of love. Something to really wonder about. I wonder, wonder who, who, who wrote the book of love.